Hello and welcome back or welcome to the Riley Breakfield Show. I am your host, Riley Breakfield, also known as Titties, by my friends, my enemies on the streets and on Twitter. Check me out on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I'm posting on all three, not all the time, but every now and then you can follow me. I'm mostly on Twitter. It's where I try to be funny. It's where I'm trying to get my comedy career going, so please go follow me there. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. YouTube, Spotify, Apple, you name it, whatever you listen to me on, like, share, subscribe, help me get those downloads up, share with your friends, do whatever you can. If you're new here, this podcast is about sports, mostly college, you know, trying to catch a pedophile, talking politics, I mean, you name it, if it's on my mind, if it's going on in the world, if I give a shit about it, I'm going to talk about it. Could be anything. You can even message me on a social media app and tell me what you want me to talk about, I'll probably talk about it. Just try to get more followers, try to boost the engagement. Got to do what you got to do. But anyways, today's show, news, a um, couple couple of fun things, my top five um, NBA finals and something special at the end. Something special at the end for, for my, my tough guys. Not my tough guys, I guess. The, you'll understand at the end, whatever. It'll be good. It'll be worth it. So like, share, subscribe. Let's go. Starting off with our news, as always, Dan Snyder, some on the team, not officially official yet, but um, he did agree to a $6 billion offer, um, then did get a cash offer after the fact of $7 billion. Um, so I think the owners have to approve that. They have to like come together and kind of approve that or something like that. But it does seem like um, the commanders have the ownership. You know, they definitely need it. I mean, they've been, they made the playoffs in, you know, a couple times over the course of the past couple of years, but they really have been dumpster fire organization. The field is horrible. The stadium is for horrible. I mean, you name it, it's not really the best, so it could really use an upgrade, something fresh, something new. So I'm, I'm excited. For, I'm excited for the Commanders and for Commanders fans as well. Allen Robinson is getting traded to the Steelers. Um, Steelers seem to be a little bit aggressive this offseason, actually getting another weapon for Kenny Pickett. Um, Rams seem to be like they're just kind of sit, trading everybody, saving some cap space, looking at possibly rebuilding or something like that. You know, not necessarily rebuild, but like get some new, fresh, young talent in there. Um, but for, excited for Allen Robinson kind of get a refresh. Didn't really do too well um, for the Rams this last year. So something new, something different. You know, they do kind of need a veteran wide receiver. So there's do, I'd say, um, somebody to kind of help that young room come along. And also he can produce. He just needs to be given the opportunity. You know, something that kind of surprised me but didn't at the same time. Um, Tua Tagovailoa um, had a press conference today, I believe. Yeah, it was today. Yeah. And, you know, he said he thought about possibly retirement um, based off all the injuries, especially the concussion ones. And I don't totally disagree with him. I, I thought about that for himself. I was like, I wouldn't, you know, if another one happens, it might just be worth retirement. But he decided he's going to play this year. Um, hopefully it works out. Hopefully, you know, he stays healthy all year long. Things go his way. But you, you just never know, you know. So just happy for him. Hopefully he's in a good place. And you just hate to see that because he he's a good young quarterback. Um just don't want to see him have to retire at a young age because of injuries. I mean, he had the hip thing, an ankle thing, I believe, at Bama. Now the concussions, so it just keeps piling up. It takes a lot. It takes a toll on somebody. Speaking of injuries, Demar Hamlin, he is uh, our thoughts and prayers work. He is cleared for NFL activity. Um, he's alive and well still. So excited for him. You know, back to full health. Hopefully, by starting next season, and can get back out there and compete. Jalen Hurts became the highest paid player in N. B or MFL history. Yeah, he got two hundred fifty some million dollars. Um, high, hiccups. God damn it! I always get the fucking hiccups when I record. I swear to God. I swear to God. I swear to God. Sorry, God. 
But Jalen Hurts, highest paid player in the NFL now. Um, set, we kind of reset the market for quarterbacks. Also, you know, for Lamar Jackson, begs the question, how much is he worth? And, you know, you got Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert coming up. So interesting to see, you know, what those guys can get, what those guys can demand. But Eagles kind of fucking themselves for the future, in my opinion. Jalen Hurts is good. I just don't. They lost a lot of pieces. You know, now they're paying Jalen a lot of money. You just never know which way the cookie could crumble, I guess. Lori Markkinen is serving his time in the Finland Army, um, the Finnish native. Uh, I had said earlier this season that he would be doing that. Um, I think once it was in, the Jazz were like officially eliminated from the playoffs. Um, pretty funny picture of him. It's not really funny, but it I, made me wonder and think like if Finland actually did go to war, like he would be the tallest motherfucker out there, so he'd easily get shot. So that's but good for him. Good for his Finnish heritage. Two big names uh, have entered the draft the past couple days. Adam Sinogo of UConn, um, possible late first round, early second round pick. And Zach Eady of Purdue. Eady will be keeping his eligibility so that he can possibly come back, which I think more likely he will do. I don't think that he's really NBA ready. Has great size, but the NBA is not really too keen on their size. You know what I mean? So... I think he'll more like come back to Nogo. I think he'll probably be a late first round pick. I think that he possibly does have an uh, NBA future. I mean, his size and what he can really do down low. But like I said, heavy post presence, especially not necessarily something the NBA is always looking to get. So, but I think Sonogo's for sure staying in the draft, but Edie is possible to come back, which I think more likely he will come back. Saw something cool today for the Mariners. They have a, a new home run celebration trophy or trinket or whatever you want to call it. They have a trident. It's gold. It's beautiful, illustrious, you know, so it's really cool. If you haven't seen it, go check that out for sure. Mikey Williams, an incoming freshman for uh, the Memphis Tigers basketball team next year. Uh, if you don't know, he is pretty popular name. He's been around for a couple of years, makes a lot of high explosive plays, but he also apparently is in some gang shit like John Morant. That's probably why he went to Memphis. He is going to be, he was arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon or something like that, or Assault, attempted assault with a deadly weapon, I believe. So a couple charges looking his way, but uh, not sure. Penny Hardaway came out and said he's still with the team. You know, obviously the invest investigation's ongoing, so we'll see what happens. One political thing that I want to talk about today, um, the Biden is set to veto a bill um, that would not allow transgender athletes to compete in women's sports, which I think is totally fair, totally justified. I don't think that someone that's a biological male, um, I mean, Men and women, their DNA and gen genetic makeup are completely different. I mean, men are more athletic than women. It's just, it's a proven fact. There are some women who are more athletic than men. I'm not saying that's not the case, but at a, at a natural base level, especially when you're talking about athletes, men are more times likely more athletic than women. That's why Leah Thomas won so easy in the swimming competitions. You know, people like Riley Gaines who um, beat, uh, who got beat by Leah Thomas have been actively speaking out about this. One name that I was really surprised to see was Sage Steele. Um, she works at ESPN, just coming from ESPN, it's weird, but she was standing up. You know, it, it's not fair for a woman. I don't, I don't think it is. I just, I, someone that has a biological male body, I don't care how many hormones, no matter what you do, you are more athletic than most women. It's just point blank, period. That's just how we were made. You can't deny that. So I, I think that it's kind of fucked up that he's vetoing it and he's saying he doesn't want them to get discriminated against, but it's like, you're discriminating against women, in my opinion, as a whole. So 
just pick which ones you want to, you know, got to make sure he gets all those votes first for his election that he hopefully won't win. Now I have a unreal would you rather that really got my mind bogulated where most people voted, I guess. Would you rather go back in time or go into the future, but you can't interact, can't do nothing with anybody, you know, can't change stuff, yada, yada, yada. But there's, I don't really know the stipulations there because it's like, can you bring your phone? If you bring your phone, that's cool. That's what I would like to do. But 76, 72% pick to go to the future. And I'm confused as to why. Why would you want to go to the future? Why would you want to see the way that you possibly die, the way that your family members die? Like, what is, what is exciting about the future? I don't, I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah, my, my future is exciting. My life is exciting. But at the same time, I'm more excited for that stuff because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know, you know, the triumphs that I'm going to go through, the trials I'm going to go through. I would so much rather go back to the past, watch the aliens build the pyramids, possibly go back to when Jesus came around, see, make sure he's real. And then I can be like, okay, you know, I know I believe in God fully now. Or, you know, possibly catch all the fucking... Hollywood and political pedophiles, you know, catch them in the act. If I can bring a phone, I'm just have pictures of them, just gonna start leaking them on the internet, leaking them on the internet, leaking them on the internet. Boom. Done deal. Over with. I would so much rather go back to the past. Watch Hitler burn, like, or see if Hitler is still alive. Figure out that mystery. Figure out if dinosaurs are actually real. I don't necessarily believe that they were. Um, go see Adam and Eve. I think they're the ones that started out, you know, the human civilization. I don't believe that we were cavemen. That just doesn't make sense to me. You know, figure out if, you know, it is on a 6,000 year rotation that the earth changes and like everything flips around. Um, go see Atlantis possibly, um, see woolly mammoths. I mean, you name it. I would so much rather go back and look at all the mysteries that we have today than go to the future. Like what's the point? Like I said, see the way you die, see yourself get cheated on, you know, anything See the nuclear war. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, but then again, it's like if you go in the future, then you bring back that knowledge with you. You're gonna you're gonna fuck it all up because you're gonna do one little thing in the butterfly effect. Number one rule of time travel. So if you're going in the future, but you can still get all that information, you're still getting the butterfly effect. But if you're going into the past and you're not interacting with anyone, but you're gathering this information, you can't necessarily butterfly effect. All you can do is affect the future. So just, I'd much rather go back to the past. But tell me what you think. Say what you think in the comments. Let's go that way. Say what you say in the comments. I don't know. Whatever. A little segment that comes around, goes around, you know, high thought of the week. This week, you know, I was enjoying an edible like the one that is kicking in now. And it got me thinking. I've been reading Fire and Dragon by George R. R. Martin. You know, it's the basis for House of Dragon, the new HBO Max show. Started reading it because I like to, I'm, I'm starting to like to read again. And also I want to watch the show. I like to read books and then watch movies or TV shows. It just makes it funner for me, you know, whatever. But I thought about what if someone like Game of Thrones, you know, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, type of fantasy, you know, something like that or whoever started off a TV show like the first year in the history of this world that they built. They go back to when it all really started, like, you know, like the Game of Thrones, like the first men or something like that. You just start there and then you just go and go and go and you go for like a hundred years. You just do a hundred seasons. You know, you always have these new actors. People are always getting paid. People are always going to watch because they're going to tune in just because they're going to get curious. This show is going to be on for the history of ever until, you know, the world ends. But then it's like, how cool would that? I just think it'd be a great idea. You know, HBO Max, give me a call. See if we can work out a deal. It is my idea. Um, George R. Martin, give me a call. Work out a deal. Whatever you guys want to do. 
I just think it'd be cool to have a TV show that just goes on and on and on, but it's something cool. It's not Law and Order or Grey's Anatomy or some lame-ass shit like that. It's something that's cool, that's fantasy-driven, that has killing, possible dicks and tits here and there. You know, everyone likes those. So keep, keep the women happy, keep the men happy. You know, throw everything in there. Boom. Done deal. Greatest television show in the history of television. Can't tell me I'm wrong. Can't tell me I'm right. But be cool somebody try to do that. That's my high thought of the week. Now we will move to another fun segment that I always enjoy. And this one I feel like is really, really going to be something special. My top five things that I will never understand. Number one, it's going to shock a lot of people. The number one thing that I'll probably never understand is washing your hands on a regular basis. I never wash my hands. If I get shit on my hands, yeah, I wash them. If I get puke on my hands, I wash them. Something absolutely disgusting like that, I wash them. Pee, whatever. It's just a little bit of piss. I probably drink it on a daily basis. I just don't know it, right? So what's the harm? But what I just, I've never understood continuously washing your hands just to wash your hands. Like after you go to the bathroom, like if you do shit, you get shit on your hands. Yeah, maybe. But I just, I regularly do not wash my hands. I'm a type one diabetic. My immune system is more compromised than others, but I don't get sick because I know for a fact it's because I don't wash my hands. Cause I just, I go through Walmart, dude. I'll touch everything, man. I'll drink something after somebody else drank it. That I don't even know who they are. Never. I don't get sick on a regular basis. I just don't. I believe it's because I don't wash my hands. So why would you wash your hands on a regular basis? I'm just trying to spread the word. I just I just don't agree in washing hands. Could couldn't turn this into a political thing. We don't have to, but we could. I don't know. It could. Who knows? That's just the world we live in today. Number two, number two thing I'll never understand is being in a gang. Like really, you're gonna die for your. You're gonna go out there and die for people and kill people. So you're gonna hope possibly not end up in jail. It's like, bro, at that point, just go join the army. You get paid to kill people. You're going to get free health care. You're going to get free schooling when you're done. <clears throat> you're considered an actual badass. Like that's That seems like a more smart compromise. You know, clean the streets for the kids, for your future. Exactly. I just never said the point of gangs. Like it's, really, it's not like a cool flex. It's like, wow, you have so many drugs and so many guns. Like, congratulations. You going to shoot me now? Like, I'm, I've never been scared of a gangbanger. You know what I mean? It's like... Oh, maybe I have. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever really met a gangbanger, but I just don't see, like, what's the point of being in a gang? I just don't understand that. Just go join your local union or go join the army, you know? You don't got to kill people and end up in jail for the rest of your life for one stupid mistake. I just don't understand it. Number three, cheating. I'll never understand cheating. Like, not like cheating on a math test or cheating a video game or something like that. Like, just cheating on someone they're in a relationship with. I will never understand that. Like, if you're going to sit there and commit all your time to them, and then, especially if you're married, like you sell these vows, sell this stuff, but then you're going to cheat on them. Why? Because you didn't feel like you were getting enough or they weren't giving you enough. It's like at that point, you just, you just did this thing where I'm doing right now. You just communicate. You just use your voice. You use your words like an adult. I just never understood cheating. Like it can't be that, like that bad to like do something so heinous in my opinion. So I'll just never understand it. So they got to bring cheat. This cheer still on TV. They got to bring that show back. That was a good show. Today's world. Cheaters would be spicy content. Spicy content. That'd be good. It'd be really good. Number four thing I'll never understand is saying that you'll never try drugs. What do you mean you'd never try drugs? I didn't personally pass their class when I was a kid because I was like, come on, I'm going to try drugs. I mean, like I said, this edible is kicking in right now. So it's like, why would you say you'd never try drugs? You'd never just want to experience something? I mean... Personally, I believe that most drugs are probably better than alcohol because uh, like alcohol is not actually from this earth like a lot of drugs are, you know? So you just start mixing that stuff in there. 
personally, the way that I personally want to go out is like if I'm on my deathbed, you know, I want to smoke a joint, get a little high, get one last meal, like a little bit of prison, like prison sentence, pretty much. You know, maybe beer bomb, a couple beers, snort a couple lines of coke, you know, pop a little LSD or Molly, kind of get those uses flowing. Right as I'm on the calm down, just boom, bang, heroin in the arm, crack pipe in the mouth, just going out in bliss. Either it kills me or I survive and become a new man. It's all up to the man upstairs. But that's personally the way that I would like to end my life. I just want to try, why not try them all once? Like, you know, it's not like being gay where it's like you tried it once. Okay, now you're labeled for life. It's like you tried it once. Ooh, you're not a drug addict. I mean, some people might call you a drug addict, but it's only if you destroy your life with the drugs. So just my thoughts there. Number five thing that I'll never understand. Car people, car guys, car girls, whatever you call yourselves. I just, I just don't, I've never understood like the allure of like having a collection of cars, like, oh, I want a really nice car. I grew up a, nice, a decent, nice truck that I shouldn't have really bought when I was 20 years old because I was making a decent amount of money. But I, I didn't look at it. I mean, I kind of did, but like I've never been someone that'll be like, ooh, I want this, I want that. Like I didn't go into the dealership like, this is what I'm looking for, this is what I want. I just kind of, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like it. Girl guard looks fucking cool. I'll take that. But like I just, I've never understood like that. I'm not hating, not at all. I just, I don't know if that's something I'll ever understand. I just don't, I don't understand the allure of it, I guess. But my top five things that I will never understand. So moving on to a little bit of NBA playoff talk. Starting off, Bucks Heat, game two tonight. Heat took a 1-0 lead on Sunday when they played. Was that Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Um, Heat, a little bit more fresh legs, I would say. Honestly, you know, playing a couple more games uh, in the play-in. I think kind of gave them advantage. They're a team that if they're kind of getting hot, they can be really good. You know, this team that's been in the finals, conference finals, you know, they've, they've been around the past couple of years, a lot of long runs together, you know. So I still think that they're definitely a dangerous team to look out for. And you know, Giannis, he's day-to-day. -day. I don't know if he's playing tonight. Um, if he's not, very dangerous. The, the Bucks could go down 0-2. Not safe, even with the Heat. I know they're the 8th seed, but you can't look at this Heat team as an 8th seed. They're feisty. Jimmy Butler's been known to play well in the playoffs. Kyle Lowry, I know. I think he's out for sure tonight. You know, they, they have a lot of experience, have a lot of talent. So they're definitely not a team will go down 0-2-2, you know? But I do think the Bucks will hopefully pull out the series, as long as Giannis plays. If he doesn't, could get bad. Could get really bad. Cavs next, the four versus five out in the East. This series tied one one after the Cavs tied it up last night. Um, they played really good. Knicks weren't looking too hot. I do still. I, I'm still right with the Cavs win this series. I just don't see how the Knicks could win. I think the Cavs are just very deep. I think they're a very deep team. Um, a lot of young talent. I just think their their ability to score is a lot comes a lot easier in my opinion. Um, but I think Cavs will win this one. You know, I'm sure D. Rose was having flashbacks last night when Julius Randle went down with his injury and then Tom Thibodeau put him right back in. That's how pretty much what ended Derrick Rose's star-studded career. So, Number three, 76ers Nets. Um, Sixers been playing a really game and a half, really good game and a half basketball. Didn't look too good in the first half last night or the night against the Nets. Um, Nets are a feisty little team. You know, they, they have talent. They're good. But I don't think that they can keep up with the Sixers. I think the Sixers are going to keep playing good, sweep this series, set up a matchup with the Celtics in the semifinals because they were tearing up the Hawks. Hawks came out hot um, last night, but ultimately Celtics overwhelmed them. Um, Trey Young's not been playing too great in the playoffs pretty much ever since that uh, Eastern Conference Finals run. So I'm not really too reliant on the Hawks really making a run here. I could see them stealing the game. You know, I could see Nets stealing the game, you know, when they're back home these next two games. But I really think both those teams are going to sweep, set up a big-time conference finals matchup. 
Out West, we got the Nuggets and the Timberwolves. Same thing, 4-0 sweep. Um, Jochik dominated. Um, Rudy Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, you know, they had no help for him defensively. And I just, I don't, I don't like the Timberwolves too much. I, I think they could be good. I just don't like the two bigs that they have, Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert. So, I, I, no, Nuggets should win this series. You know, Jamal Murray, he's playing really good. He's back playing really good playoff basketball. Um, they play tonight as well. That should be a good one. But I, I think the, I think the Nuggets will sweep this one for L. But, <coughs> gotta the throat first. By far, my favorite series, fun series to watch here that I know for sure is going to go seven games. Suns, Clippers, Suns tied it up last night after their win. Um, you know, a lot of fun, a lot of fun here. A lot of big storylines, you know. Russ had a great defensive play game one. In game two, he was playing really good offensively. Um, not enough, though. You know, Kawhi's really been taken over, though, in these games. And if they had Paul George, I think they'd be up 2-0 right now. Easy, easy, easy. Because the biggest storyline, everyone's talking about it, is the depth of the Suns. They're not too deep. You know, Torrey Craig, Biombo, they did step up last night. And then four, they didn't. You know, Biombo early in that game wasn't really stepping up. So that's really what the Suns need. They really, really, really need their role players to step up and have a good games. Because if they don't, they're not going to be in this series. You know, they get in some foul trouble. They could be in a lot, a lot of trouble. But, you know, it's been fun already. You know, Scott Foster um, was repping last night. If you're not familiar, Chris Paul had lost his last 14 games to him. Um, but he got his revenge finally. So that was kind of funny, kind of cool. I was really hoping. I did end up putting a feature on the Clippers, actually. I forgot to mention that. I did end up putting a little bit of feature down. I, I probably just jinxed it talking about it. But, you know, whatever. I got to do what I got to do. I mean, you had Russ yelling at the one fan in the back lounge or whatever after the game, saying, and watch a mouth, motherfucker. Like, it was just unreal fun stuff. It's going to be a great series. I, I just see it going seven games. There's no way it doesn't. I think Clippers are going to play good. I think Suns are going to play good. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But who knows? I'm just I'm just guy with like 10 podcasts listeners. I'm just talking what I feel. So bet it or don't. But I would bet the future. I have a good feeling. Because Chris Paul, or no, not Chris Paul. Paul George is possibly supposed to be back for game two of the same, uh, or round two, excuse me, of the playoffs. So if Clippers win this one, I think they could really have a chance being the Nuggets as well. So definitely something to watch out there. Kings, Warriors. Been pretty fun already. Two really good games. Kings are up 2-0 now heading over to Golden State. A lot's been going on. I mean, Darren Fox has been playing really good. You know, one of my favorite storylines probably about this series, though, is Harrison Barnes, who obviously, well, I'm a North Carolina alum. Love that guy to death. He had a Harrison Barnes jersey when I was growing up. But, you know, he's played for the Warriors, obviously. He was part of that first championship team, and they kicked him out the door to get Kevin Durant. Um, but, you know, he's kind of got something to prove. He's like, no, the problem was never me. You know, I, I, I helped you guys win the title. It's kind of that kind of mentality. I'm sure he has something like that going on. So, for him, you know, it means a lot. Just, I really like the Kings. They're built really well. Like, Brown's he's doing an unreal job coaching right now. The Warriors, they just, I don't know. If they're not shooting well, they're going to lose. But, you know, the big storyline is obviously Draymond Green. He ended up getting suspended for game three. Um, personally, to me, I didn't see DeMontis Sponis really grab his leg. I, I, I watched the video a couple times. I just didn't see people seeing that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm just colorblind. Get it? I don't know. If you did, cool. If you didn't, whatever. I thought it was funny. But he'll be out game three, Jamon Green. So, you know, that, that, that does hurt them. I mean, he... As annoying as he can be, he is really important to their offense and their defensive strength and just the team as a whole. I mean, he's kind of the loud mouth of the team. Um, so 
I don't know. It's going to be really important. I think the Clippers, or sorry, the Warriors really, really, really need to win this game. I could see, you know, they win game three. Draymond comes back to game four. They're at home still. Win that one. Kings go game five. Game six back in Golden State. Warriors win game seven. Winner takes all. I could really see that happen. I mean, game three is really the important the important game here with Draymond being out. If the Kings can take advantage, I'll think they, I think that it should be over pretty quick. I think they could gentlemen sweep them probably. But, you know, this is, and then Draymond Green, you know, after getting ejected, his little freak out, it reminded me of, like, you're seeing your buddy when he's super drunk and he's, like, having a mental breakdown and he's just freaking out. That's exactly what it was. And Jordan Poole sitting there clapping, like, egging it on. Like, he's seen that face before. He did not want to get punched again. So he had to agree with what Draymond was doing. Lighting the beam is cool as hell. So I'm, I'm really rooting for Sacramento to hopefully uh, make a run here and possibly go on NBA Finals. Doubt it, but it'd be cool. Last one here, Grizzlies-Lakers currently watching this game. Um, two minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, Grizzlies are up by 13. No John Morant, no Steven Adams, no Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark out for the season. Really, really, that's that's a big miss for them. But at the same time, you know, not having Jaw or Steven Adams, you know, Jaw's kind of that, that point guard facilitator. Not necessarily the facilitator, though. You know, really good defensively, offensively, you know what he can do. Adams kind of the enforcer down low. Not having him is kind of tough. You know, a little bit of a rebound disadvantage there. Grizzlies are looking really good right now, um, but who knows what's going to happen. But I don't know how long Adams is going to be out. Um, John Morant also out. Oh, I forgot to talk about that with Giannis earlier. Giannis, obviously, he got hurt with um, the charge call. He got called for the charge on Sunday um, when he was driving in, hit Kevin Love. Um, kind of sparked a lot of debate. You know, John Morant, same thing happened to him as well. He got injured on charge call. So it really got a lot of debate talking online. Everyone's saying we should get rid of the charge. And I, I agree to an extent. I think that, the, you know, when you stand up there and grab your nuts and just kind of slide in, I think we should get rid of that. I, I, I think that you can still keep, like, if someone's lowering their shoulder, yeah, you want to keep that. That's still a charge in my opinion. But, like, the sliding in, like, being there, perfect timing, it almost feels unfair, you know. I do think it's an easy cop-out for the defense. I really do. I just don't I don't agree with it. I would much rather see it not in the game. So I, I agree with that. But I do, however, back to the Grizzlies-Lakers series here. I think the Grizzlies, as long as they do not lose tonight, I think that they are going to be in a really good position to win this series. I just don't want to see the Lakers. I just don't want to see the Lakers win. So I hate LeBron, but whatever. So root for the Grizzlies. They have to win tonight, though. It's very important. They do not want to go to Los Angeles down on two. You will not come back from that. I On the road again? Hell no. Hell no. Last thing for the show here before I close out. I want to get into hockey a little bit more. You know, NHL playoffs is going on. I've always heard how fun the NHL playoffs are. I've never had a hockey team, but I've won a hockey team. So I'm looking, you know, I'll put my feelers out there. I'm in free agency. I'm looking for a team. So I decided, you know, I'm going to go with top five, top five teams I want to be a fan of for hockey. See what, you know, the people, my followers, my you know, people online, see what they pick. I was going to do a Twitter poll, clip this out as well. But here are my top five teams. I obviously pick playoff teams because I want to get invested now into the playoffs. Number one, Boston Bruins. These are in no particular order. Boston Bruins, though. Number one, um, I'm a Red Sox fan. Red Sox slash Mariners baseball fan. So, you know, I figured why not be a Boston Bruins fan. I am also a Celtics fan. So, you know, it's like just kind of keep that whole Boston connection. You know, they have, what's his name? David Prashnik. He, I believe is how you say that. I'm not sure. I'm probably wrong. But he seems like he's a stud. I know the Bruins are supposed to be really good this year, so possibly interested. Just depends on you know what they can offer me. Number two, Seattle Kraken for one, basically being a badass name. Two, like I said, I, I'm also like a Mariners baseball fan. 
three if I ever go to visit a game. They have legal marijuana there, so that's cool. Um, I'm from Montana. I, I don't live there now, but I might move back. And, you know, it's like that's only like 12, 15-hour drive, you know, go catch Stanley Cup playoffs or whatever. Like I said, badass name too. So open to offers to be a fan of the Seattle Kraken as well. Um, number three, Colorado Avalanche. For, you know, might as well be a little bit of a bandwagon here. They got what's-his-name. Nathan McKinnon, he's a stud apparently, you know, reigning champs last year. Um, I like Colorado. Thought about moving there possibly someday. They also have legal marijuana, so if I visit, that's cool. Um, and they're just cool. I like their color. They have a badass color scheme, I think, actually. You know, they're still a southern team, so it kind of keeps me in the south. So I like that aspect, too. Number four, Las Vegas Golden Knights. You know, love their color scheme. Love the name. It's in Vegas. I know that they're an expansion team, too. They've been having some, 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 some success the past couple of years as well, as soon as they got into the league. So I wouldn't be, mind being a fan of them. It's Vegas. Like, I've never been, but I've always wanted to go. I love to gamble. So it's like, go catch a game, gamble, boom, win-win deal. See what they can offer. You know, obviously, it's free agency here. Last team, Toronto Maple Leafs. I know that they were once a great franchise, and they've been really bad the past couple of years. So, well, not bad, but they've, they've never won the championship. They keep choking. So I think... Those are my top five. Those are the top five teams I'd be interested in being a fan of NHL-wise. So let me know. Let me know what you think. But anyways, that is today's show. I appreciate you for listening. I appreciate you if you're a follower. You've listened to a couple of these now. It means the world to me. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. What else? Send to a friend, family member. Send to somebody that's a fan of hockey so that, you know, I can they can tell me what team. So I'm in, I should pick somebody else, you know, pick one of those, whatever. But for now, the boy titties is out.